0: Welcome to the Ascension Podcast. My name is Camille and I'm a coach. This podcast is all about personal development, spirituality, and creating the life we want. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're all doing well. Today, I want to talk about something that seems to be at the roots of a lot of what keeps us back. Keeps us small, keeps us from doing what we want to do, keeping us from being who we want to be. And in a way, it's actually at the roots of a of, um, a lot of the things that actually hold us back. The reason I'm saying this is that I've seen it way too many times to count now when I've been coaching others, when I've been coached myself. And the funny thing is, it's not initially what we think it is. And what I'm talking about is being good enough. Being good enough isn't always something we think about or may not think about. But often the initial thoughts we have around stuff or the initial stories we have are just very surface level, and that's what we think it actually is. However, when we dig deeper, when we explore, when we really unroot what's really going on, what I've seen from my own experience is that sometimes it comes down to this, it comes down on a deeper level to not being good enough, not feeling good enough. So, yeah, it's definitely something that was relevant for me on my own journey and I know that it's been relevant for others I've coached, so I thought it'd be really useful to, to talk about this today. Because it's come come up at some point or another with literally everyone. And first of all, like what is good enough, really? What's good enough for one person will be different for another, right? It's a very subjective standard, if anything. And it actually changes with time. Sometimes what's good enough at one point will be different at another. So it it's it's unreliable it fluctuates and if anything it's kind of an illusion if you think about it what is good enough really it's it, it's almost um something that seems to be just up in the air if anything but when it really comes down to it putting thoughts into this putting importance into this is what actually makes it bigger than it is and I'll give you an example to, to show you this. So I'm going to use this podcast today as an example. And if I said to you, um, or if I say, let's say I posted something about, oh, I couldn't do my podcast today. And then someone asked me why, and I'll say, yeah, I didn't do my podcast today because there was a cabbage in my fridge. <laughs> Whoever was listening to that would think I was absolutely ludicrous or insane or what the hell does Cabbage have to do with anything? Like, why is this guy talking about Cabbage? Why is he even doing podcasts in the first place? So this is how much of a nutcase he is. (laughs) Right? It has nothing to do with me showing up to do a podcast because you haven't associated Cabbage with being relevant to doing a podcast. You haven't associated a Cabbage being in the fridge ...to have anything to do with showing up for a podcast. However, if I said, yeah, I didn't show up to my podcast today because I didn't feel good enough. Suddenly, it's a bigger issue. Suddenly, people are thinking, oh, like, are you okay? Or, oh, you know, um, you can do this, all this bullshit, right? So suddenly, when I start talking about being good enough, it's, oh, it's suddenly a massive thing. Like, you know, what's going on here? Why? Why is being good enough being given so much emphasis and importance on actually showing up to do something? What is the difference between a cabbage being in the fridge and me being good enough? The only difference, I'd say, is the thoughts and importance being put into being good enough. Suddenly it is a requirement for showing up. Suddenly it's a requirement for actually doing something. Why? doesn't need to be. The only reason we're giving it the um, reasoning is that we're, we're thinking that being good enough has, has any relevance to doing something. But relevance is only determined by the thoughts we're putting into it. If anything, being good enough and a cabbage being in the fridge could be one and the same thing, simply because of the thought we're putting into it. So when it comes down to it, the point being, being good enough doesn't need to be a reason for actually not showing up. You can show up to something even if you don't feel good enough. It doesn't need to be a requirement. It doesn't need to be a prerequisite. You can show up anyway. That's one way of looking at it, right? And it's definitely a way that helps me a lot because um, when we do remove that as a requirement for showing up, as something that's actually relevant to showing up, with time, things become easier anyway. Whatever you want showing up for, um, you get better at, you feel more natural with. It just comes with time. And another thing is that when we're um, thinking about being good enough, the focus is on us. It's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about, oh yeah, I'm not good enough. I don't feel good enough. And we start to just put all the focus on ourselves. And if anything, that's kind of selfish, to be honest. Because it's all about you, right? It's all about, oh, how am I coming across? How am I doing this? It's all about you. And the ego likes to make that about itself. (laughs) But if we shift to the focus, not on ourselves, but onto others, onto others around us, onto who we can serve, then it's a different story then we're not focused on ourselves, then we're focused on the other person. And again, I'm going to use um, me coaching as an example. Let's say I was having a coaching conversation with someone, and during that conversation, I was thinking, oh yeah, is this good enough, or is this question good enough, or are they getting this, or is this the right thing to say, is this the right thing to do, If I was thinking that during the entire conversation, it would be a disaster, I'd be so in my own head the whole time that... I wouldn't be able to serve them I'll be doing I'll be doing like a terrible job as a coach if I was thinking that because I'm making it about me I'm making it about how I am and what I'm capable of I'm not focusing on them I'm not giving them my presence and attention however if I was actually being present with them focusing on them thinking what would serve this person what would help this person then suddenly the, sh- the, sh- the focus shifts to them. I'm in their world, I'm there to serve them, and the focus isn't on me. It's not about me. Yeah. And I mentioned how we can fuel this good enough thing with thoughts. And thought is exactly that, it's a fuel, <laughs> really. It's something that we use to actually give um, evidence in a way, give reasoning, give logic we use thought to actually reinforce our own pre-existing stories and so similar to let's say if there's a lawyer in a court and there are two different sides that are arguing um, for their case and the judge has to make a decision you only need one piece of evidence to shred a hole in someone else's case really when it comes down to it And we can actually use this for ourselves. We can think, yeah, okay, I don't feel good enough. But what reasoning is there that's completely bullshit? What evidence is there that shows it's completely bullshit? And we can do that with anything, not just being good enough. We can show ourselves that, yeah, yeah, I'm fueling this story about whatever it is being good enough or whatever else it may be. But on the other hand, I have something here to show that that isn't true. That it's just complete bullshit I've made up and I'm just trying to reinforce it. It is simply the thought of being good enough. It doesn't mean you actually aren't. I'll say that again. It is simply the thought of being good enough. It doesn't mean you actually aren't good enough. Just like a baby, right? When a baby is developing and walking and things, it's not focusing on itself. The baby hardly even has a sense of self. You know why that's so important? Because it's not focusing on itself and how it's coming across and what it's doing. Do you think a baby would start getting embarrassed or feeling not good enough if it was just, you know, making a mess in its diapers or falling over when it's walking? No, the baby doesn't care when it does all that stuff. Because the focus isn't on itself. It is simply doing things and the thinking is not getting in the way. But we were born with that. We were born with that. It never went away. You know, when I was um, being coached a while ago, this stuff was coming up for me. And what was um, my coach told me something that just really stuck with me, and it makes so much sense. Uh, whoever's listening to this, I don't know if you've been to Thailand before or you've seen people going to Thailand, and they go to these. <coughs> oh, something up in my throat. Okay? <laughs> They go to these um, zoos, right, and I'm not talking about the sanctuaries, I'm talking about the ones where the animals are treated well. I'm talking about the zoos where people go to pet these tigers, right. To be honest, I think it's absolutely um, disgusting that people actually do that, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they go to these zoos and they pet these tigers. These fully grown tigers. And why do you think that the tigers are allowing themselves to be petted and prodded in this way? Why do you think the tigers are actually so subservient and docile? There's a reason for that. Those tigers in those zoos have been drugged. They've been drugged, they've been pumped full of chemicals and... That puts them in that docile state. It puts them in a state where they're submissive. And I'm talking about this because... Just because a tiger is drugged... That does not mean it's not a tiger. It's still a tiger. But it's just been drugged. And in this analogy, the drugs are the stories and the thoughts... We have made up about ourselves to keep us small, to keep us in a cage, to keep us submissive, to keep us dimming our own light. This thought about not being good enough, in a way, is simply like the drugs being given to a tiger to keep it small. It's still a fucking tiger, right? It's still a tiger, it still looks like one, but it's not acting like one. And it's not acting like one because of the drugs that it's been given. And this can be the thoughts and the stories we tell ourselves all the time. We don't have to believe them. We don't have to live by them. They are simply the thoughts and, sto- thoughts and stories that we tell ourselves. And once we can really see that, not just see it on an intellectual level, but see it deeper. See it where we actually know it and feel it. Then we can start to walk, just as a tiger would. Because you're all a fucking tiger. All of you are. And this isn't some motivational bullshit. This is just truth. This is just truth about who you are when you remove all the bullshit, all the stories and the thoughts that keep you small. I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Hopefully this has been useful for you. If you've got any questions or want to know more about this kind of stuff, I'm always there for you. So, as you know, the links are in the description box below. You can contact me on Instagram at The Ascension Coach, Facebook Camille Ravine, LinkedIn Camille Ravine. And listen to this back again. Think about how it applies in your own life. Think about where you've been playing some more than life. Think about where you want to go. Think about who you want to be. Think about... How these stories and thoughts may just be keeping you small, and if it's time to make a change and carry yourself differently, send it to someone you think would get value from it. I love all of you, take care, and I'll speak to you next week.